Welcome to Drink 4 dot dot dot, the podcast that combines a lifelong film infatuation with an overarching love of drink, an interactive journey that encourages the incorrigible while providing an intoxicating alternative to a night out. Think Netflix and chill without the chill, perhaps without the Netflix, and absolutely without those strange implications of sex. Who knows, maybe we'll learn something along the way, or at the very least, have a bit of immature fun. Hello everybody. It's another self-isolation episode. I, of course, am your host, Jordan Brooks, coming to you from the closet of shame and very, very much alone. It's an exciting episode this week as we continue in our Meta March series. Episode 38, as you can read, is about Zucker Abrams and Zucker's top secret exclamation point. It's a very punctuation-heavy series this month. I'm not really sure why Meta Films choose to put punctuation in their titles, but there you go. It's going to exist no matter what. For those of you who are new listeners, let me briefly introduce the format before we get into drinking rules and plot. Drink for dot 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 is broken up into two parts. The before, which is this right now. I'm very sober. I'm sitting down. And I'm going to talk with you about what this film is about and then how to get drunk while watching this film. And then I myself will go get drunk. You're going to experience a uh, 30 to 90 second ad break. I'm going to experience a much longer, much more intoxicating time after which I will come back some level of drunk. Keep in mind that if you were listening to this, I did okay. I didn't uh, turn into some sort of monstrous asshole who incomprehensibly yelled into a microphone. Is everything I'm going to say intelligent and smart? Absolutely not, because that's impossible. I can't do that sober. And then we see where it takes me. We see where the booze bleeds me. God knows uh, I'm extremely interested in figuring that out for myself. Now that you know what you can expect from me and this questionable podcast, let's figure out what you can expect from David and Jerry Zucker slash Jim Abrams. This triple directorial threats, 1984 spoofy masterpiece. I'm not actually sure. I've never uh, seen this. I've seen their much more popular films. Airplane. They did the Airplane series as well as the Naked Gun series. I'm sure most of my listeners are more familiar with those. Uh, This one I picked because the trailer looked really good. And I want to cripple my SEO chances as much as possible. Because this is an underground thing. And it must be kept underground. Now top secret... Um, the plot that I guess I could surmise from not the trailer, because the trailer does not say anything about what's going to happen in this, but on IMDb, it says that is a parody of World War II spy movies starring Val Kilmer as some sort of, he looks like a, a John Waters crybaby slash Buddy Holly uh, rock and roller who somehow gets himself embroiled in an Eastern European plot to take over the world or to some sort of East Germany's in this. So it it is Soviet era, although I suppose East Germany did exist in 1984. I'm going to stop talking about politics before I get myself in trouble. Um, 
And top secret, with an exclamation point, stars, obviously Val Kilmer, as I said, Lucy Gutteridge, Peter Cushing, which is a very silly one, uh, Jeremy Kemp, another great one, and some other humans. Uh, ooh, Omar Sharif is in this. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, that none of those things are important. And so I will stop talking about what this film is about. I think we all get it. It's going to be a comedy based on some sort of James Bondy World War II thing. And now we must get into the good parts. Those parts that will whet my whistle as much as I need it to be whetted. Of course, as always, we're going to drink for our four bog standard rules. Sometimes five really depends. I really have to uh, have to consider adding the new rule. Uh, if you want to write me, let me know how you feel about uh, rule number five. Please go for it. The bog standard rules are as follows. We're going to drink for drinking. We're going to drink for death. We're going to drink for fighting. And we're going to drink for blood. Optional rule number five, we're going to drink for good boys, aka animals that we really like in any movie. We're going to drink. I'm going to do that because why not? These are self-isolating times. Might as well get shit-faced. Who's going to watch? No one. It's going to be fine. And because I am not 100% sure that I can get the level of intoxicated I'm looking for for this hilarious comedy movie, and again, by myself, socially isolated from all of my friends, my wife, and other depressing things that I could name, I've come up with some great Zucker Abrams and Zucker drinking rules for top secret but first these are trying times these are complex times i think we could all use a small measure of simplicity uh, yeah there was a there was this man i mean yeah simple man yeah simple needs um he he really wanted to pull off um like sandals with, uh, with socks but you know, um, he just didn't have the, the pizzazz. Um, he didn't really know what pizzazz was. I he started reading books and and then uh, he grew his hair out. But you know, it just didn't it didn't work. Um, so you know, he 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 just wears uh, shoes all summer now. He would love to show. Um, the toes of his fancy socks collection, but yeah, he can't, and uh, that's okay, because you know he's just he's 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 okay. He's a simple man. God, I think we could all use a little bit of pizzazz right now, don't you? Me especially. I look like shit right now, but that's okay because again, I don't have to go out because I'm doing the responsible thing and staying indoors. And now, this week's Drink For Specific Rules for Top Secret, exclamation point, 1984. As this is a Zucker, Abrams Zucker production, I've come up with some comedy-defining rules. We're going to drink for sight gags. Those are gags that don't involve jokes. They just involve things that we see. I've gleaned this from the trailer, where there is a nice busty lady, say, laying in the sand. She sits up, and there are two gigantic breast-slash-coconut-half-sized divots in the sand. It's extremely hilarious. 
we're going to drink for a bait and switch again from the trailer a man dives on a grenade all of his friends blow up instead we're going to drink for spy movie tropes this is going to make fun of a lot of spy movie uh things that go on because that's how comedy works it's it's one of the rules you can look it up in one of your comedy books i know that you have them we all do who doesn't have a good comedy book and then we're going to drink for fourth wall breaking anytime say again from the trailer i've i've made this all up from the trailer we're going to drink for uh, them breaking the fourth wall like when val kilmer and his love interest say that sounds like a bad movie and then slowly look over at the camera right into our very souls that's what happens when you break the fourth wall get it get it it's like a box and the screen is the fourth wall it's one two three i'm not sure which what their numbering are i don't i don't do stagecraft and so i don't know it also doesn't matter so now that we have our rules we have our simple man we have our plot descriptions and we have the fact that i'm jordan brooks we can move on to the fun part This episode of Drink 4 dot 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 is brought to you by Crippling Isolation. Do you have friends, family, other people that you'd like to see right now but can't because you're busy saving the fucking world? Crippling Isolation is the product for you. Go to your room, close the door, type in promo code Drink 4 dot 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 into something and see what happens. Let me know. Thank you and goodbye. series top secret exclamation point was and did wholly deserve its exclamation point this reviewer for one is extremely pumped about it don't let my drunken sad subdued demeanor fool you here because this is this is just so much fun it is one of those films that like airplane or naked gun or scary movie or any of um a lot or not uh, any i don't want to broaden it out that much guys come on don't want to get too crazy about it here but the very fun 80s vibes those classic vibes that you you get from yeah no loss of thought there um it just had so much of that feeling you get when you see something truly funny for the first time. It reminds me quite a bit of when my sister and I would watch uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights by Mel Brooks, or when I discovered History of the World Part 1, and when I discovered Airplane, or things like that. And it, and it just made me truly happy in spite of being alone in a bedroom for day three of at least 
14. So um, it was definitely something in that regard. And I think for anyone struggling to find a silver lining in this cloud who doesn't want to, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to assume them. But for anyone who wants a fucking good laugh, this is a hell of a thing. This is just so much fucking fun. It is a it is a perfect representation for me of a cocaine film. It it it's like the idea that a group of white dudes could sit down in a fucking circle and write this down and then get some pretty famous people to perform it to get Peter Cushing and Kemp and Sharif to to do your stupid dialogue to put all these puns to to film or I guess well that's a stupid thing to say not to film but to 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 bring your dumb script to life in such a silly way I can't imagine what those opportunities must have been like and yes this is hilariously funny but you really don't see that a lot today with how almost manufactured everything feels and how decisions by committee, all of the big blockbusters seem that are so inoffensive and uh, generally bland, all of it is. And then you you get something like this that's got some, I guess, uh, big name actors of today. I'm not really sure what Kilmer was doing, but Cushing was definitely famous and so was Sharif. So to, to, to get some people with huge names, maybe in the, the twilight of their career, fair enough, but to get them to, to come together for this dumb few nights of coke-fueled script writing where every single moment is a pun, there's a million visual gags, I don't even know how you do that. Do you get a production designer and like a team of writers to follow people around to draw up every piece of paper or um, painting or anything in any room to just make every single last thing this joke that carries through to the whole film? I don't understand in any way how that works. And I'd love to see i guess a how this was made style commentary track or documentary about um how they were able to i guess figure this shit out because it, it just is so incredibly silly for those of you who have perhaps seen the airplane franchise and the naked gun franchise and really enjoy them but have not seen this i cannot recommend this enough because uh, as somebody who's who's very recently drunkenly watched this whole thing for the first time it is just so fun it it feels new it feels fresh it felt like a discovery that i was making in terms of just something that i i really want to share with other people there there's a scene where Val Kilmer goes to jail and he's sitting there and because he's a musician as I mentioned in the first half his manager comes to what we think uh, is bail him out and they're sitting there 
in the cell. The manager says, I've called the consulate. I've talked to the generals. I've I've talked to Russia. I've talked to Washington. I even talked to the U.S. ambassador. And I still can't bring my wife to orgasm. And without missing a beat, Val Kilmer says, have you tried this? And pulls a gigantic box from underneath his cell bed that just (laughs) that just (laughs) it's so funny I can't stop laughing it just has a a stock photo of a husband and wife in the 50s hugging each other Uh, and it just says the anal intruder and for the rest of the scene I'm not really sure what they're talking about and there are other visual gags here because there's a Quasinart like blender in his cell room, but it doesn't matter because his agent literally sits there and tries on various heads for this anal intruder gun that's gigantic. It's like a jackhammer made of anal beads. It's it is the single single greatest moment in cinema history, uh, hands down. I know I've said that a hundred times on this podcast, but this time, this time. The anal intruder, it wins, absolutely, unequivocally, the winner of cinema, right here. You heard it here, folks. First, guys, this uh, is an absolute winner. There's nothing that will ever, ever, ever do better than that, and uh, it's just stupid shit like that that keeps happening throughout this whole film, where where even though they're doing this joke where the manager is trying on various heads of <laughs> of his anal intruder, um, I'm sure it even has like a number. Um, let's say 9,000, just to cheapen the joke a bit um, for myself. Uh, you know, he's fitting the fist attachment and Val Kilmer's having a very comedic conversation with him with, uh, in a cell that looks very nice and has several appliances in it. So somebody has designed this cell block knowing that under the bed is the anal intruder and that nothing they do anyone's ever going to pay attention to because this guy's straight face just trying on all these attachments having his good ass day and um it's it's things like that that really impressed me because you have this team of people i guess writing and maybe researching but mostly just it feels like riffing it feels very natural and it feels like whatever they've written they've sort of workshopped in a room of very clever people what's almost undoubtedly a bunch of white dudes um but for this white dude it definitely landed in a in a a very powerful way i suppose and and that is quite a bit of fun um so for anyone who hasn't seen this and for anyone who is feeling down on themselves and a little bit sad during this lengthy period of self-isolation Oh, the drink has taken me. Self-isolation slash social distancing. Not 100% sure 
what the difference is. Um, don't at me though, because I don't care. I really don't care what the difference is. It still amounts to me being in my room by myself. Uh, I think the only thing I do care about is where does a gentleman in Pennsylvania buy booze these days? Because our esteemed and horrible governor has closed all of the liquor stores and mandatorily suspended operations of all bars and restaurants. And while I could uh, just as easily go to a beer distributor to procure my intoxicants, I'm already fat enough, Tom, you prick. Why should I only drink beer for these several months with your silly indefinite suspension of all Pennsylvania state liquor fucking shops? Maybe it's time to move into the 20th century and have private people sell liquor? Wouldn't that be weird? And wine? be strange if vineyards in Pennsylvania could sell wine. Hmm. That would be real weird. Yeah. Maybe the state could stop uh, selling it exclusively. Okay, this has become a rant on why the state of Pennsylvania is stupid, but uh, I guess back to top secret exclamation point. Hmm. Yeah, I know why I got into a rant about the state of Pennsylvania now. And that's because I can't really think of anything anything more to say about this. I, I don't remember any of the puns. Me reciting most of the visual gags to you will be uh, useless. Uh, on top of the fact that I, I don't remember them whatsoever because there were so many of them and because I drank so heavily for them. Hence the name of this podcast. And I suppose... Uh, there is something to be said about that. There is something to be said about this sort of escapist cinema that likes to present itself as such to you, where you do understand that it is a film. It constantly makes a mockery of you getting into its narrative and into its characters and falling for them and really feeling for them and then just continually subverting that there is a very interesting thing there but in this case I, I think it's so anarchic and silly that uh, there's not really anything to say I think it's just very happy that it was able to create something so interminably silly that we just have to sit there and fucking take it like an anal intruder of cinema and isn't that fucking special? Good luck finding this. Uh, I had to circumvent most internet sources. But I feel like you'll be able to do a decent job of finding a copy for yourself. And, you know, if you're able to work from home, hashtag WFH, maybe you can even afford that hefty, hefty Amazon Prime purchase amount of uh, $2.99? I don't know. I didn't look. I would never have looked if it ain't free. It ain't for me. And on that stupid note, chin chin. <laughs>